everyone, my name is Megan and this is Girl Almighty, a lifestyle podcast where I talk about everything and anything that I basically want to. This episode of Girl Almighty features a special guest where we talk about Halloween, ghosts, and haunted houses. Hi there, thank you for being on Girl Almighty podcast. Um... I'd like to start this episode out by telling how we know each other. So you go first. Well, I met you on July 25th, 1993. Yeah, you're my mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. So I really wanted this podcast to be like a spooky podcast. And I always wanted my mom to be on the podcast with me. So I think this is a perfect opportunity. Uh, so, Mom, I want to hear a spooky story from you. Give me a haunted house spooky story that you know of. Okay. Well, this really isn't going to scare anybody. It's just, uh, it's just uh, what I did as a kid. Uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting because not many people have done something like this. Um, uh, we had a group of friends, and we were all kind of a part of a church group, and we wanted to do a haunted house one year. And I'm trying to think if I was even out of high school. Um, it might have been around my senior year, maybe the year after, around around that time frame. So I would say 17, 18. And um, our church uh, built a new church in 1966. So the old church, which I never, of course, went to because that was before my time, it was located um, kind of down the hill from it, and it was, like, falling down, basically. I mean, cobwebs. I mean, it was spooky just to look at it. Well, we decided that it would be um, fun to put a haunted house in there. And so my friends and I uh, came up with some ideas, and – you know, here we are, like the, the atmosphere was already there. We didn't have to do anything. We just kind of had to come up with what, what are we going to do as far as scare people? Well, um, the, the thing that was the scariest to me was a friend of mine. And when you think about it, um, pretty dangerous. He somehow had a straight jacket. I don't even remember the story of how he came upon having a straight jacket. But, um, what they did is they put him in a straight jacket. And then they would um, do this hanging where he would be hanging when people would walk in. Well, that's, like, really dangerous, especially because uh, here we are as kids. So, um, anyhow, um, we just had a few people that year that came, but they were definitely scared. And uh, and to be quite honest, it was so unsafe because, like, the, the steps going upstairs, you know, you're missing um, steps, you're missing pieces. But it was really scary. And we had, like, no lights in there. Um, We just had, like, flashlights when it got dark. So I can't believe we did that. That was crazy. So the next year, of course, uh, the church said we couldn't do that anymore. Um, So the next year we decided there was a church gym, and we decided that we were going to um, put up fake walls and do it in there. And, of course, the atmosphere there in a church is kind of, you know – pretty stale kind of thing. So we had to really um, decide what we what we wanted to do. And I remember that year, <laughs> me, Aunt Pam, and Aunt Jill, and I'm trying to think if anybody else was in there with me, with us, and uh, we were in one of the actual rooms in the gym, 
and we played um, uh, crazy women where we teased our hair and end up screaming at people. And, um, and of course, today, it's, everything is very PC, so I'm not trying to, um, uh, you know, that's just what we did back then and just kind of made fun of it. Kind of, we were, we looked like we were 1950s ladies. We were like, I don't even know if anybody listening to this podcast knows what a duster is, but if they, if they ask their grandparents or grandma, um, uh, she'll tell you what a duster is, but we wore duster, like kind of dusters and slippers and teased our hair and, and basically when people came in, we screamed at them. <laughs> But um, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, just the camaraderie of us all just working our butts off, putting this thing together. And, um, you know, uh, the guys put up the, the fake walls and uh, and just kind of making some rooms and putting cobwebs and, you know, um, making it spooky. But uh, that one, we had a lot more people come through. Um, that was, it was just a lot of fun. But I don't remember. I think that's the last year we did anything because it was a lot of work and it took a lot of us to do that, um, to make it, you know, fun and successful. But, uh, but anyhow, that was just kind of my experience doing haunted, uh, haunted house. I literally, for, for haunted houses, I am such a wimp. I never go in them. And then I remember going in one, I don't know, like 2015 with someone like forced me to go. And like, I, made the actors in the haunted house like literally laugh because i was so sassy i was so (laughs) scared out of my mind i was just like okay leave me alone you have to be here okay i do i pick this leave me alone they literally were laughing at me and like it wasn't like a creepy laugh it was like like they broke character laugh and i was like i can't do haunted houses after that like i just i'm terrified of them well do you remember when we went to gobert's for i think it was um for a Girl Scouts, and I went in with you girls, and you were just, you were, like, like attached to my leg. <laughs> you were so scared. Yeah, I don't I do not do scary movies half the time. I don't do haunted houses, which is, like, a good thing for the pandemic because I don't have to go do a haunted house that someone's dragging me to. So that's wonderful, <laughs> um, positive aspect. <laughs> I was always the opposite. I love scary movies. I love, you know, the haunted even though the haunted houses I got scared crap out of, and I was peeing myself, I think, every time I went into them. But um, I always enjoyed haunted houses and loved watching the scary movies. And, of course, my the scary movies when I were, was little was, um, you know, they were pretty, to me, they were pretty hokey. You know, like the, actually some of those old Dracula movies are pretty scary because I've watched those in recent years, and they're pretty creepy, so... I have to ask what age that you forced me to watch um, The Shining at. Do you remember what age? Because that scared the crap out of like, me. You were probably like 12. Oh, my gosh. That's your fault. <laughs> the regular TV. <laughs> we watched Silence of the Lambs as I got older, and that that's not like a scary. That's a creepy. Like, right. I don't like that movie. Yeah, those those scare me the most. I mean, to this day when I watch it. Just the atmosphere there is very gloomy and very that music playing. I mean, it still scares me. It's I I that's one of my top top movies. I love that movie. I I think that the last scary movie I saw in theaters was It Chapter One, like the first It movie from like 2018 or whatever it was. Um, I remember seeing that without knowing it was about a killer clown. I had no idea. Like that wasn't my forte. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember you coming home from that talking about it being a, uh, a about a clown movie, and both dad and I are like, you didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea, because, like, the first scene, this kid gets his arm ripped off and, like, eaten, and I was like, oh, okay, um, that's how it's got to go. Um, not expecting it terrifying to me in the theaters i would love to get into some ghost things right now and we have a couple can i tell you about my friend real quick the ghost story about her okay okay so i have a friend and i'm not going to name her even though i have her name in my notebook not going to try to say it um so she told me i don't know like college maybe that She went to therapy when she was younger because she saw ghosts. Mm -hmm. And um, that freaked me out because I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah. She goes, I see an old man in my window. I see him in the corner of my room when I was younger. And she would say that he was in, like, period clothing, but he was in her house that she still is in today. And it always freaked me out. And she's like, do you want to come for a sleepover? And I'm like, no, no, not really. This does not sound fun to me because you have an old man ghost in your house. No, thank you. But the scariest one was literally recently because her mom died recently. And I guess her sister was home and her sister started hearing a crackling after her mom died. Her mom died in the house. And her sister starts hearing a crackling in the house, um, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And she looks and the mirror on the steps is just shattering no one's by it nothing's happening happening like except it's just all shattered wow so that that's terrifying um yeah the worst part for me is my friend said oh yeah my mom put a footprint on the wall or the ceiling and i was like what are you being weird again and so so i went to her house there's literally a water-stained footprint on the ceiling that I've taken pictures of before because her dad was like, oh, no, he's a water stain. But if you look at it, it is a legit footprint. Like, it is – there is toes. There is a heel. It's it's real creepy. Wow. Um, background on that is she said that they found out that before their um, subdivision was built – that where their house sits, there was an old farmhouse. And mm. um, and so, and she saw, like, an old man that was, like, a farmer. So um, so it makes sense. So she said, yeah, there was an old farmhouse that was there and um, and was torn down. And, and uh, she said, and she did, she saw, and I think she saw the white, too. Didn't you, didn't you say that? She saw, I think, the white, too. Yeah, I feel like the in the door when she was driving, like, to her right. house, she saw, like, the farmer right. and his wife. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. And I think later, now I could, this, again, this uh, I heard her telling the story years ago. Um, I thought she said that when she got older then, the family start, the family did see actually see them. But when she was little, they didn't. And, you know, they always say that kids are, are um, more in tune to that kind of stuff so yeah because i i know her dad he's like a skeptic because most dads are i feel like (laughs) (laughs) but um maybe her sister saw some i don't know i have to ask her about that or or even her mother maybe it was her mother too i don't know there was some yeah i think i think her mom saw something too that sounds familiar 
I want to tell everybody um, who's listening that I have a guest bedroom, and many of my friends sleep in that guest bedroom. And um, don't be mad at me after you hear the story. Okay, go ahead with the guest bedroom story that you have. Okay, well, we're going to start about 10 years ago. There was an earthquake in Sugar Grove. Now, Sugar Grove is about uh, 40 minutes or so from our house, and that was where the epicenter was. Well, there was a lot of people that said that they felt it. I'm trying to think. It was like a three or four on the Richter scale, but it was it was a low one. Four sounds even too high, but anyhow, um, this is about ten years ago, and um, uh, so anyhow, everyone said, you know, oh, that this got moved in their house or they felt it or whatever. And I went around the house and there was nothing. Well, I went into the spare bedroom and all the pictures just in the spare bedroom were all like twisted all over the place. And I and I didn't go in right away when um, the day it happened. It was a couple of days later because I don't normally go into the spare bedroom on a daily basis. Um, so um, anyhow, I thought that was kind of a strange thing. That not, the rest of the house was fine except for the spare bedroom. So fast forward to gosh, I'm trying to think. High school around there with you, you would come in and say, "Mom, we just the spare bedroom." Like, no. And you're like, the fan is on high. And in order to get that fan on high, it's hard enough because the remote that um, that we use to get that fan on high, it takes, like, you have to really press it down hard to get the fan going at any rate. And I'm like, no. So that happened a couple times. And um, so fast forward, or the light would be on. Um, you know, and I hadn't been in there, and, and everybody's like, no, no, no. Um, so at that point, I said, I could see that being my dad doing that, and because my dad's mom and dad both had passed away. So I went in the room after the whole the um, fan on high, because you said it happened in the middle of the night, and you heard it go on, and you were like, what is my mom doing in the bedroom in the middle of the night? And um, And it was still on that next morning. So, um, uh, in fact, when you came to say, tell me, and we went in there and turned it off. Um, so, anyhow, there was enough that kind of had gone on. I finally just said, okay, <laughs> in the spare bedroom, I said, I said, okay, God, you gotta, you got to help me here. I said, whoever's doing that, stop because you're scaring the kids. And <laughs> Cam was real creeped out, too. And I said, it's just scaring the kids. you got to stop. And there was nothing. So that um, so then um, fast forward to uh, two and a half years ago, um, I remember uh, my stepmother-in-law, which my um, husband's uh, mom and dad are divorced, and my uh, father-in-law is remarried, and she passed away in January, um, so it will be three years this January. Um, so anyhow, um, and I remember when Cameron was little saying to her, Grandma Sue, if you pass away, you got to let us know. you got to let us know. And she would laugh and she would say, well, I'll try. I'll try. Well, the day that we heard that she passed away, I went into the spare bedroom. I don't know why, but I, I went into the spare bedroom. And we have a bed in there that has two drawers underneath and a trundle bed. And these drawers are real heavy. And they're hard for me to pull out because they're so heavy. And they not only were pulled all the way out, they were kind of cocked to the side. 
and it was like somebody was mad or something. I mean, you know, the fact that they were all the way out like that. And, um, and so I asked, you know, Hugh, Cameron, and Dad, and nobody had been in there. And, um, and, you know, of course, Dad's just poo-pooing it. Oh, you probably did it and didn't remember. Believe me, I've never pulled those doors out that far, especially to have them, you know, crooked. They were almost out of the track, and they were crooked. So um, I just felt that that was, that was a sign, her telling me that, that you know, that, that she was okay. So the next day I went in, and I, oh, I pushed them back in completely. And the next day I went in, and they were pulled out just a little bit. I mean, they weren't near like they were the day before, but they were pulled out a little bit. And I just said, okay, Sue, so I said, uh, thanks for letting me know uh, that you're okay, and um, you got to stop because you're scared of kids. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> and so there's something that it just seems like that room is sensitive, and, and nothing's happened since, and that's been almost three years ago. Um, but there's something I just, it's like a sensitive area. Now to, um, say something, um, our subdivision has an area that, um, and I'm not going to even say where, um, but, um, I know of some homes around here that have a sense that have seen different, um, oh, what I want to say, foggy things in their house or some strange things going on in their house. Um, and, uh, somebody said, I don't, I don't know if this is true, but somebody said that part of the subdivision was built on an Indian burial. And you always hear weird things happening when, you know, um, a house is built on an Indian burial, uh, sacred ground like that. Um, so part of me is like, for some reason, is that, that room, you know, is it still a part of this house and it's just that room? I don't know, but um, uh, I've never had that feeling where you're scared and the, your hair is standing on, you know, and I, I don't get that feeling at all in there. So um, so all your friends that stay there, there's nothing that's um, that's like a bad entity because, believe me, I, I get, you know, feelings sometimes when I'm in places and so forth. So, um, but, yeah, I just think that it's just kind of a sensitive area in our house. It's just kind of weird. So go ahead with your story, Megan. Well, first off, let me tell you, you're not scared. Honey, I'm scared. So You're scared of everything, though. I am scared of everything, yeah. I get, like, my heart was, like, pounding half the time when I, like, saw, like, the light on. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, but, no, it, it definitely wasn't, like, a bad entity. But, okay, so, yeah, my story is I was laying in my bed pretending to sleep because, we have this creek, like, outside of my bedroom door where, like, if you walk on it, it'll creak. Yeah, well, only if you walk on it. There's a lot of it. areas in our house that will do that. When you walk on, there's, um, you know, we can pick them out where you, when somebody walks on them, they creak. So. Yeah. So I was, I thought you were coming to, um, like, wake me up for something. But, like, so I heard the creak. I'm laying in my bed. I, like, shut my eyes even though my door is closed so you can't see me i heard the creak and then i heard a little knock on my door like a knock 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 like it wasn't one it was a couple and i didn't say anything because i was like i'm sleeping pretending to sleep don't go away and so then i heard the creak again of someone walking away like i don't know like 
a minute later, I hear you laughing downstairs. You were not upstairs. No one was upstairs. And that really freaked me out because I, I, like, was here laughing. So I literally got up, and I, I looked around outside. No one's there. Um, I was freaked out forever, and I'm so freaked out because that creak is only creaking when you walk on it. And I, it's, I know for a fact because it's, it's right in front of my room. So I know right. when you're coming. <laughs> and so, but, yeah, that freak, and that was, I don't remember what, that was like a couple of years ago. That wasn't recently. No, no. Um, I think that was right after the whole, um, when the um, fan was on high going crazy. Um, uh, because we, we had lights on before that a couple times. And then when the fan was on high and going crazy, and it was right after that that uh, um, that happened. Because I was like, wow, that's kind of wild that it was all kind of, um, you know, combined. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so I want to read – I have a couple stories that my, my listeners um, sent in about their haunted stories, and I, I want to read them to you because you haven't heard them yet. Oh, cool. Okay. So my friend um, Gab, she is uh, on Instagram with me, and I love her. Um, her last name is Swan, and I think it's a beautiful last name. Anyways – so she writes to me. She says, back in high school, around 2008, I was with my older sisters and one of their best friends. We were on the back road going to an insane asylum at night just to drive around it and behind it to see if there's anything we, we could see that was spooky. This was the week of Halloween. I was in the back seat, and my older sister was driving with her best friend in the passenger seat. We were in a 2003 Pontiac Sunfire, and it wasn't the best vehicle. Well, while we were driving, we stopped the car to take a look at the asylum from the back. By the way, this was like a closed asylum. Like, it wasn't, like, it was it was not functioning. It was, like, shut down. Um, then the entire car died, but the radio was still on. By this time, she's freaking I'm freaking out. She's freaking out. My sister was screaming, and it was all static on the radio. We couldn't get a channel to save our lives. Then out of nowhere, there's a beam of light at the top of the asylum. It finally goes away, and the car turns back on, kind of as if whatever was in the asylum sucked the energy from the car to show us there's a ghost still there. That's pretty spooky. She showed, yeah, she showed me a picture of the like the broken down asylum. Apparently, it's like really boarded up now, but like the old picture that she saw of it, and people um, looking asylum like. I don't know what, like, kind of hospital it was, if it really was an asylum, but, like, just knowing that, like, the beam of light was there, because it kind of brings me back to the time when, you probably know about this, but I broke into um, a place, uh, a hospital that was broken down, too, back in yeah. 2016. Um, but I remember walking around, like, tiptoeing around the place, because we were on foot. And because it was, we like snuck in like around like a fence and jumped in and stuff. So anyways, we we were doing that and there's like a field next to us where it's pitch black at night. There's a field next to us and there's no water, not, it's summertime, so it's not cold. And there was a fog just lifted off of the field's grass. It was creepy because it was a long, it was like long grass, but the thing is, there was no water. It was literally the fog floating on top of the grass, like not even yeah. touching it. Oh my god, I cannot even. I I can still picture it, and I and like we didn't think anything of it. We're like, oh, that's creepy. But coming back, I'm like, hmm, that was more than creepy. 
Don't forget the, the um, time we went to Gettysburg. That's a good one. We, um, you know, we went as a family to Gettysburg, and um, I'm trying to think how old you were, um, 13-ish, I'd say, around there, maybe 14. And, um, you know, Gettysburg is filled, they always talk about, with all the, the, the spirits of the soldiers. And they said that a lot of times you could take pictures and there'll be orbs in them. And we heard this before we, we even went, um, uh, Dad and I, uh, you know, because we were kind of researching and stuff. And we get there, and sure enough, one of our pictures definitely has something that sure looks like an orb in it. And it wasn't, it was in the daytime, and it wasn't the sun because um, how the sun was hitting, it was definitely looked like an orb. And um, even Dad can't explain it, which he's Mr. Skeptic for uh, everything. Um, even he said it's kind of it's kind of weird. <laughs> so um, I thought that was that was kind of a cool thing. Okay, so I do want to read you one more story um, that you have not heard from one of my friends, Alyssa. So she says, I was working at a doggy daycare that was kind of off the main road. I was told a manager a long time ago used to do seances there. I was there at night with dogs after hours. I had the building locked up and all the dogs were eating. I was standing in the corner on my phone from the opposite end of the building. I hear, hey, in a girl's voice. Two seconds later, one of the German shepherds started barking, growling, and throwing himself around, trying to get out. I ran over and let him out, and the whole night, he went to the window looking for something. He followed me into the bathroom where I was trying to call my aunt, and the call dropped three times until I went outside. That's terrifying. Yeah. Was Hearing he there alone? voices just gets me. Yeah, he was alone. Oh. Well, that's like on when we watch ghost shows, like what freaks me out the most is either hearing their voices or seeing the ghosts on screen through like like a green looking things. Infrared. <laughs> Infrared. Infrared, was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get scared when they actually have like those machines that uh, will their their voice will be on it, you know. Yeah, that it's like, that freaks me out. I can't yeah. like we watch so many ghost shows, but I remember one Halloween we watched a ghost show where like the infrared showed like a ghost going through in and out of a wall, and I literally cried. I was like 23 years old and I cried. <laughs> I still remember that, and that show is no longer on, but there's some spinoff shows that are hard to watch sometimes. Right. But I want to say thank you, Mom, for coming on Girl Almighty Podcast. It was an honor to talk with you. Um, two, a story above you because you were downstairs and I am upstairs, but it's still iconic. Thank you so much. You're welcome, honey. Enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to Girl Almighty. Please subscribe on any platform that you're listening to this podcast on.